Hello, and welcome to For Better or Worse, a movie and TV podcast, a podcast where a married couple reviews movies and TV. If you want to support us, please follow us. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Please follow us on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, subscribe, uh, FBOW podcast. Thank you for all of you that already support us. And if you want to support us, it's like so easy. Just do it. I'm Toby. I'm Gino. And today we're going to be reviewing Top Gun Maverick. Finally. We're really, uh, really good with the YouTube algorithm uh, optimizations, reviewing a movie that came out last summer. We just try so hard to stay on top of things. Whoops. Also, it's our 50th episode. Yay. Yay. Congratulations on 50 episodes. We did us. it. Do I look old? Older, older than last year? Yeah. Do I look older than our first episode? Go back. Go back and watch all of our episodes. Oh my god. All gosh. 50 of them. Listen and to them too. Which is your favorite? Uh, my favorite is, is this one. Current? Yeah. Is this also your favorite movie as it was many other people's? No. Oh, no. No, not my favorite. But real quick, spo- uh, non-spoiler review. Sure. Um, it's good, but they didn't need to have that pointless. I mean, I can't. That's a spoiler. Uh, it's good for better, I guess. Toby. I say skip the first half, watch the second. You could also skip the first Top Gun. We watched that too recently. Just go watch like military documentaries on YouTube. Have somebody have somebody who's seen Top Gun yeah. explain to you what the first Top Gun is. Go play Ace Combat for PS4. It's really good. Go play that instead. It's Your a, review on Ace Combat. Oh, so good. Ace Combat mm. 7. For, so for better. Uh, I played it on PC. It's also on PS4. Oh, God. It's so good. Great. So that's for better. That's for better. Ace Com- if you, like If you like Top Gun and you have a PS4 or PC, go play Ace Combat. It's really, it's it's better than this for the same reasons. The baby's crying too, but go get the baby. I'll, okay. I'll tell everybody how the, uh, how this movie is. Because this is a movie for men. Men, and Toby, for better or for worse? I guess for better. Toby's lying. She didn't like it. She was. There was a woman pilot. There's a woman pilot. Okay, so this is going to be relatively short because I have up oh, because our microphones are broken. Toby dropped the microphone. This is going to be relatively short because we have a newborn in the house. But um, so spoilers for both movies from here on out. I definitively think this is better than the first movie. Um, a lot of people told me that that it was better than the first movie, and I'm like, well, the first movie is like such a big deal culturally. I had never seen the first movie, so like last week we watched the first movie. And yeah, I didn't really like the first movie. I really, I guess, I don't know, having played a lot of Ace Combat and like seen, you know, military documentaries and stuff, I I don't really, you know, it didn't really blow my mind. Like I guess it might have blown people's minds back in the 80s because where else were you going to see all these jet fighters flying around? So the new one is definitely better than the the one from the 80s. And I think there's one very specific reason why it is better than the original. And that is because this movie, unlike the original, has a very clear-cut objective and goal that the 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 characters are working towards. It really did feel all those scenes where they had the military briefing, where they had like the the, the, the top brass, the admirals, and Tom Cruise explaining what the mission was, showing it on a, on, a, on a map, and, like, showing where all the surface-to-air missiles were, and, like, explaining it to the audience and explaining... All of that stuff, first of all, felt straight out of Ace Combat. So, yep, I could... I would not be surprised if someone involved in this movie 
Love Days Combat, but it also was just like, it just made this a, a better movie because there's real stakes. Unlike the first movie where it was like, yeah, go to this school and, you know, vaguely become the best pilot at the school based on like some vague point system when you guys are out there practicing. This one's like, here's the mission. It's really dangerous. A bunch of you might die. It might be impossible. You got three weeks. Let's do it. So there's real stakes in this movie. There's a real objective that all the characters are working towards. And it just provides a better structure for the film. So that right there, to me, just makes this a more enjoyable watch, right? Like, especially watching it from home, being a millennial, being 2023. You know, when I was watching that first Top Gun movie, I was like feeling my hand inch towards my phone. I really try to make sure I don't have my phone near me when I'm watching movies. But if it's like, if I'm really bored, it just starts to like inch towards that leg. And that's generally a sign to me that I'm like pretty bored. Um, or like if Toby and I are like chit-chatting a lot during the movie, that's usually a sign that we're like bored and we're trying to kind of get our ideas out before we record the podcast. That's generally a bad sign. But in this movie, I was getting into like sit up, get in the middle of the couch mode, which is the best seat in my, in my house for watching a movie, you know, let that surround sound really kick in and all that stuff. So yeah, I really did enjoy this movie. I will say, so aside from the, 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 the clear stakes and goal. I thought a lot of the jet fighter scenes, I mean, obviously it's 2023. You're talking about 30 something years later. Obviously the technology is going to be a lot better. So I definitely like the, you know, all of the combat scenes, all of the training scenes. They just had a lot, you know, I don't know if it was CGI. I know they had like stunt pilots and stuff. It just seemed like they had a lot easier time getting shots of the planes doing cool stuff. So like that was all great. Um, you know, the, 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 the scene at the end where they're actually doing the mission and, uh, there's that part where Miles Teller's character, he's run out of flares. He, he's got like a, uh, one of the fighters behind him and Tom Cruise does this like crazy maneuver where he like, you know, goes above his plane, shoots his flares out so that his plane gets hit versus Miles Teller's plane. I mean, that's, that's amazing. It's awesome. So everything with the planes and the briefings and all the military stuff was awesome in this movie. I also kind of like the idea that, you know, Tom Cruise, you know, his relationship with Miles Teller, he was telling Miles Teller's character, who's Goose's, uh, Goose's son, his name is, uh, his call sign is Rooster, was basically, you know, made a promise to Goose's wife to not let Rooster join the Navy. So, like, there's this whole thing where he had pulled his Naval application to the Naval Academy and all this stuff. So that whole thing I thought was pretty good. I honestly wanted to see more of it. I think there should have been more scenes with Maverick and Rooster establishing like that Rooster doesn't like him, why Rooster doesn't like him. See some more back and forth I would have liked, but they didn't have time for that because of the one thing in this movie that I didn't like, which is Jennifer Connelly and all of the pointless, pointless romance stuff. This movie did not need a romance plot, period. I don't care what, what you say. This movie, listen to me, everybody. This movie would have been a better movie if the only relationship they focused on was the important relationship between Goose, uh, sorry, Goose's son, Rooster, and uh, Maverick. That was the relationship they should have focused on, that father-son relationship. This did not need a, a romance plot. You have this new character 
out of nowhere, Toby and I were like very confused because it's like, well, he knows her and they're talking about all this like backstory they have, but like we didn't know her. So I'm like, is that the lady from the first movie? But they changed the actress. Like, who is this woman? It just seems like, oh, well, it's a movie. It's a summer blockbuster. So if you don't have a romance plot, no one's going to like it. People are going to think Tom Cruise isn't heterosexual or something. So now we're going to be, it's going to be bad. It just, it was like, what? I think 20 minutes if you, if you measured it, Jennifer Connelly. And not that I don't like Jennifer Connelly and like Toby really likes Jennifer Connelly too. She wasn't bad in it. It's just that her character was not needed. It You didn't need this extra character and this whole extra plot taking away from what was good in this movie. All the military scenes, all the scenes with fighter jets, and the relationship between uh, Maverick and, and Rooster. So if there's l- anything that I would criticize this movie for, it's that. You know, it's a little bit slow in the beginning, I think mostly because of that, right? You know, it opens great. That whole scene with the Dark Star is awesome. This, like, uh, prototype fighter jet, which, by the way, if you uh, have an Xbox or you have a PC, um, you can fly both of the planes in this movie. You can fly the F-18 uh, on Microsoft Flight Simulator, uh, I flew the F-18 around like New York a lot because that's, you know, it's from, I leave out of MacArthur and I fly around the F-18 uh, and you can fly the Dark Star. They actually added the Dark Star, even though it's not a real plane. And uh, you can fly the Dark Star from like New York to LA in like 20 minutes. It's awesome. It's a super fast, like, like Mach 10 is, is crazy fast. Anyway, that whole scene was awesome. I loved it. Just the whole idea of him like, you know, he's a fighter pilot. He doesn't want to be a teacher, but he goes, has to be a teacher. And then, you know, part of his job as a teacher and this kind of like hit me in my like teacher, my teacher bones, because I'm a teacher, um, is that scene where he like has to show his class, show his students that what they're doing actually is possible. That is a big thing in education is to like make your students understand that whatever the task you're giving them, they actually can do it if they try to do it. Um So, I mean, that whole thing was great. So there's a lot to love in this movie. I really can see why this movie made so much money, why it was so popular, why it, like, came out of nowhere and just, like, blew everyone away. There's a really, 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 really good movie in here, and the ending is incredible. I mean, the the, the five minutes you spend, maybe 10, 15 minutes you spend, where they're actually running the mission um, and the scene where Tom Cruise and uh, Miles Teller escape on the F-14 and have that that, that dogfight, that's worth the price of admission alone. Like that right there, that 15, 20 minutes, you know, and then Hangman comes and saves him at the end, yada, yada, yada. That's worth it by itself. But it's really just kind of held back by this romance plot that like just slows the beginning of the movie down for no And then even at the end, like the movie should have ended when they're on the top of the aircraft carrier and... You know, they, they caught the plane in the net and, the, every, you know, and then they, they they defied death and all this great stuff and they're hugging each other and yada. The movie should have ended with Rooster and Maverick having a fatherly son hug. And he says that, you know, why'd you come back and save me? Because that's what my father would have done. End. Movie over. But then they got to have this whole pointless thing where he goes back to the bar and he finds Jennifer Connelly and blah, 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 blah. It didn't need to be there. Uh, it, it's just It just took up time in the movie because there's like a checkbox that they have to do when they're making a movie in Hollywood where like, oh, it's got to be a romance plot. Otherwise, bleh. So other than that, um, yeah, just I thought it was great. I mean, just except for that. That like kind of ruins, it doesn't ruin the movie, but it takes what was a 
really, really good movie and prevents it, prevents it from being a great movie, a very well-paced, great movie. It just kind of slows the movie down. I also want to give a shout out, and Toby really liked this line, where, um, you know, Maverick goes back to save Tom Cruise after his plane had crashed, and that causes, I'm sorry, um, uh, Rooster goes back to save Maverick uh, after Maverick's plane crashed, and then um, uh, Rooster's plane also crashes, and Tom Cruise goes to, like, beat him up for, like, you know, why did you come back to save me? I, I just saved you. This is how this works. What were you thinking? And uh, Miles Tower goes, you told me not to think. That's a good line. But other than that, I mean, Toby's still taking care of the baby, so I'm going to go join her and help him take care of the baby. So that is our review of Top Gun Maverick. What a great 50th episode. Me and Toby, high five. We did it. We got to 50. We're almost at one year of doing Fabal Podcast. Anyway, please like and subscribe if you're listening to us on YouTube. Also, uh, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcast. Make sure you give us a five-star rating. If you're on Spotify, I don't even know what the rating system is on Spotify. Just do it. Thumbs up, like it, whatever. We're on Instagram. We're on TikTok. We're on YouTube Shorts. We're on everything. Send it to your friends. Send it to your family. Obviously, having reviewed Top Gun Maverick a year after it came out, we don't know what we're doing. So high five. Peace out. See you later.